Hi, this is Kate. And I'm Amy. And welcome to the Hush My Mouth podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. How are you this week? I'm good this week. I've been busy. I've been working for a little while on changing jobs. So this week... I had a nice job offer come in. Nice. So I'm I'm really excited about it. It's just, you know, when you started a new place, there's just, there's so much like anticipation and, you know, meeting new people and learning how a new company works. And so I'm excited about it. So that's going to be, I'm, I'm not starting quite yet, but in a few weeks I'll be starting a new job. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah, you're lucky, I think, you're working remote. I was going to say, usually I always equate the stress of a new job, which is where's the bathroom. Right. (laughs) You know, walking in, just trying to figure out where the bathroom is. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to do uh, some new employee orientation this week. Normally it's a one-on-one, but we had four people. Oh, okay. So it was, it was more of like, hey, we've, we've got a room and going over some things. And it was, it's right next to an area where we play music and Mm -hmm. so um and it just so happened at this particular moment that they were playing some kind of club song so there was a lot of like (laughs) bass going on right and then all of a sudden you know we've got those uh lights in the office that you know time out Mm -hmm. if you're not moving right and they did and so it just kind of like between the club music and then the lights dimmed all of a sudden, <laughs> I thought, is the is the disco ball going to fall out That's of the ceiling? Right. Like this, I'm so sorry. This is how we work here. <laughs> Your new employees were getting quite a show. <laughs> They're like, where did we just sign up to? Well, I don't know if my first day will be that exciting. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> how about you? How's Congrats. Well, it's it was a regular week back in the office um, or back to work because, of course, I was on vacation. So, uh, you know, I think I got emails cleared in about three hours. You know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the biggest thing that happened this week uh, was that my youngest dog, mm. Molly, Molly, for the second time, got skunked. Oh, Oh, we have, I have never experienced getting skunked either myself or a dog, like outside of just like smelling a skunk when you're driving or something. No, I mean, it's honestly like one of my fears, especially if I have to walk out at nighttime into the yard to find our dog, Charlie, because I can't see all the way around the yard from the patio. You have to kind of like go around the corner and every time I walk around that corner, I kind of, I like whistle or I do something so that I let any creatures that are over there know I'm coming (laughs) and it's time for you to go. Yeah. (laughs) So what happened? Well, and it's interesting because, you know, we've lived in Florida before. Florida has bugs, right? Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of bugs. And Texas, not as many bugs, but we have bigger wildlife. Yeah. And now that we back up to a nature preserve, which is very nice for the view, uh, but you know, I always joke that he loves to go talk to his forest friends. Right. <laughs> um, so we have, it is, we have a fenced in yard, um, but it's not a privacy fence. It's just a, like an aluminum, right. you know, gate or whatever, or fence. And so he loves to go to the back of the property. Um, and then, uh, and there's probably a good 20 feet before, the forest begins Mm -hmm. and um but you know they come usually out at night and so of course I let them out before I go to bed 
and it's dark out and usually the forest friends are like the bunnies and the squirrels and a few birds <laughs> the big critters usually don't come out until like lights are off yeah. and everything so we don't have to he's not mixing with the coyotes the bobcats at least yet yeah <laughs> but he'd gotten skunked before um and it was pretty bad but this i think he just i mean i don't know if he was on like the skunk was in the yard i have no <laughs> oh, idea God. it was so bad i mean i can't even begin like the stench is worse, I think. And I've, I've, I've seen an autopsy in person and I'm yeah. telling you, it's bad. Oh, it man. was so bad. Luckily we have skunk shampoo from episode one. Okay. <laughs> um, and so we immediately gave him a bath and you have that awesome dog bath. We do have a dog bath but did in you our put house. Him in there or did you do oh, it yeah. outside? Oh, okay. No, we did scoop him up and, um, bring him in. Cause then the whole backyard just, it just stinks. Right. right? So, um, so yeah, we did bring him in, uh, and we had to change. He, I mean, we took showers, he <laughs> took showers. Um, and you know, I guess the biggest thing I will say as a positive is that I, it, he didn't appear to get anything in his eyes, oh, you know, good. which can really cause problems. He yeah. seemed to be fine. It was just bad smelling, but I mean, it was just even me and I'm usually a pretty good tolerant of mm-hmm. like bodily, like, you know, when the kids threw up when they were little, Chris right. had to leave the house, right. but <laughs> I was like, I got this. I'm fine. You know? Um, so I was having a much harder time this time. Uh, and, uh, so yes, we bathed him several times, but they say, I mean, it takes weeks. Yeah. For it to get really go yeah, away. And we are still there. Oh, we are still there. Um, and yeah, he, he wants to come in and do all the cute cuddly things. I told, he's like, you cannot sleep in our bed. I mm-hmm. made him sleep on the floor. <laughs> He Poor was Molly. not happy. He just—he was just wasn't happy. But you know, now he looks at me like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So hopefully there's an end in sight to that. But uh, no. I'm I'm already on Amazon going. What do I have to do to keep the skunks out of my yard? Right. Just so because he thinks they're friends. Of course. But I told him you can't be friends with the smelly ones. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can't be friends with everybody. Somewhere you got to draw the line. <laughs> So I think we're going to keep our conversation going on travel because uh, it's a big topic for us and we didn't finish talking about everything we wanted to talk about. So I think we're just going to continue to talk about maybe some of the places we've been or places that we don't want to go back to or <laughs> <laughs> places that left an impression on us. Yes. Good, good or, bad. or bad. Yeah. <laughs> So let's do this. All right. So I've been on a lot of really fun trips. I know you have too. Yes. And we talked about how that's like a priority for us on the last episode. So some great memories and some things I definitely would rather forget. (laughs) (laughs) They can't all be winners. No, they cannot. Um, But some favorite trips. I mean, we've been, you know, places in the United States. We've been places in Europe. And some of that has been, most of it has been like family trips. But then I've also done quite a bit of traveling for work over the years, too. So, I don't know. Some of my favorite places that we've been. I mean, we've had a couple of good beach vacations. I'm not a huge beach vacation person. I actually prefer like a cold beach vacation. <laughs> Which like I a north you like a northern beach maybe. Like yeah, a- or even a southern beach, but like in the wintertime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just like the heat that I'm trying to Yeah. Avoid. Okay. All right, fair. So um but yeah, we've been like we've had a couple of trips to the Outer Banks. I love the Outer Banks. It's so chill. It's like 
it's not like going to like Myrtle Beach or even some of the Florida beaches where it's more commercial. Yeah. And there's like, you know, a million stores and a million restaurants and people. It's just like has a nice slow pace to it. So yeah. that's definitely one of our favorite places. And we've been there in the summer, but also in the off season when it's colder and you can like you know, put on jeans and a sweatshirt and go walk the beach for like seashells and stones and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We did St. Simon's Island in, uh, in Georgia in February. Oh yeah. Uh, which was nice. So yeah, you're not getting in the water. Right. But, but it's nice just to, I, I love the ocean and the salt and the, and the sound of the ocean yeah. and I'll take it 24 7 that's the the yeah. sound of the waves is that's so relaxing which is a little interesting considering i live five hours from the cl- closest yeah, and I even know. then it's more of a shoreline than it is a yeah a beach you know i've only i've never been to galveston oh or really anything I, i've been in the gulf but on yeah. from florida I'm trying to think i have been to like corpus christi like okay in south yeah, Texas, but and I hear South Padre is very nice if it's not be- Beach Week. Yeah, um, I've never been. I haven't I have been heard. to South Padre. Um, you know, living in Florida for a decade, I, I'm I'm really spoiled. I you know I I think there's no beach like a Florida beach. Yeah. Um, I love the white sand. I love the clear water, mm-hmm. and so not trying to anger any Galveston fans, but like <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't stay for an extended amount of time in Galveston. Right. Like usually we go down there if we go to cruise or something or maybe a day or two, but that's good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather much, you know, be somewhere that's looks more, it maybe more Caribbean, but yeah. 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 But, but I do, I do see what you mean. Like I love the coastal town mm-hmm. feel. Um, and we certainly enjoyed ourselves up in, you know, Canada on the water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just love the fresh air. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And we had a great trip last year. We went to Rhode Island to Newport. Yeah. And we rented a house right on the water. And it was, I think it was probably one of the best vacations we've ever had. And it was just chill. You know, we had... Like I said before, you know, we had a kitchen so we could cook there and it was actually over Thanksgiving. So it was like, there's cool stuff to do there. And we also went into Boston for a day trip and, but yeah, I mean, it was cold. You're like wearing your jacket when you walk outside, but yeah, I still am happy to be near the ocean for that kind of a trip. Yeah. But then I also like a big city trip. Yes. So many trips to New York, especially when we lived on the East Coast and tons of amazing fun stuff to do there. And and then also when we lived on the East Coast, we did a lot of the other big cities, too. Like we well, I already mentioned Boston, but we went to Boston then to Philadelphia, D.C. D.C., of Um, course. Yeah. I mean, you got to go to D.C. There's something just so I don't know, like especially maybe when I was a little bit younger I loved going to D.C. because you just have like that patriotic feeling. I know, I know. you're from Northern Virginia, so maybe yeah. it's kind of like, eh, been there a million times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that was what was unique was growing up. That's where all of our field trips were. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine when I had my kids, they were born in Florida and there's nowhere to go. Yeah. I mean, not really, not historically anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, oh, yeah, where, where are they going to go? Right. They're like, oh, we're going to go to the zoo. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> Um, so yeah, a little spoiled there, but I, I can remember when I did take the kids up to DC cause I wanted them to have that experience. And, um, my sister-in-law and I took, she has a, a daughter. And so the, 
we took the three kids up and kind of did I think it was right around the time that um Night at the Smithsonian had come out the one about oh, the yeah. Smithsonian or mm-hmm. yeah um Night at the Museum I'm sorry but it was, but it was about the Smithsonian yeah and so they actually had um, the Smithsonian's had set up like they, they had a whole brochure that had uh, a marking for all the spots that were in the movie. Oh, cool. And so you could go kind of almost like a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. and you could go and see all the different places. And so there's that place on the mall um, that if you've been and you have, um, so you know what I'm talking about where you're basically, um, you know, on that kind of grassy field that's between the Capitol building yep. and the National Monument. And so, um, you know, we wanted to get that in the background. And of course, I have a million pictures of me with that in the background <laughs> as a kid. So that's why I was like, I have to have that. And you know, there's some tourists walking around. And I remember saying to, uh, I think Toby and Holland were, yeah, I'm going to throw them at like six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. And Jackson mm-hmm. would have been four years older. So, um, but they were standing there and there were some tourists walking around and, you know, they have smiled for the camera at least a million times, right. right during this whole trip. <laughs> and so finally I was like, okay, everybody say, I love America. <laughs> And then these these two people were walking by and they were like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And then, you know, of course we started walking and they had moved ahead of us and then we ended up catching up and they were standing someplace taking a picture and I heard the lady go, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that too. But And I also love Chicago. Yeah, um, now I've only been to Chicago one time and it was for a meeting. So I spent 90% of the time ooh, in the hotel. Gotta go back. So, yeah. but I hear great things about Chicago. Yeah, I would not go in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely did it in the summer, <laughs> which was smart. But oh yeah, I just yeah, I really really love Chicago. Um, their pier is beautiful and has it just has a ton of stuff that you can do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So, but yeah. yeah, I like the big cities too. And well, I think we haven't been. We took Abby to to California, but she was like almost two she doesn't remember it at all we went to san diego and la and did that but i mean i've been to san francisco several times and you know that city has changed a lot in the last 15 years 20 years um it still has very beautiful areas and the architecture and of course the you know golden gate bridge right it's it's um it's unique i would say in yeah. just kind of the vibe and yeah uh, so i would definitely recommend that one too although i think they've had their struggles over the last yeah, few years yeah but so. i loved san fran that's yeah it yeah it was beautiful yeah we enjoyed ourselves there outside of the u.s we've been to london a couple of times um one of the trips that we took to london we also went to paris for a day with the kids and that was so much fun. I mean, the Paris trip was a little, um, <laughs> a little bit of a whirlwind <laughs> the <Okay>. first time because <laughs> we didn't, we didn't want to spend the night there. Like we wanted to stay in the same hotel the whole time. So we just got up early and got on the train and we went for the day. Okay. And I mean, the kids were little, so we knew we weren't going to do everything there was to do, but we, we did have a great time and we went and saw most of the major landmarks. Yeah. And then we were, you know, back on the train and back to London to spend the night. And it was just, you know, when you have little kids, even when you're an adult and you go somewhere that far away in the different time zones and you have jet lag and 
we gave ourselves time when we first got there and um i can remember the day we got there we you know you get there in the morning after flying yep. all night yeah and so we were like okay we're gonna try to stay up as long as we can and right. like walk around and you know so we can really sleep at night and then i think the next day we were doing the paris trip okay and then we were coming back to london for like three or four days had we really thought it through, we would have done the Paris trip a couple days in. Yeah. <laughs> because I can remember walking around London. We were in kind of that Westminster area where Parliament is and Big Ben and, you know, Westminster Abbey. And we were walking around and the kids were, uh, I don't remember if it was Abby or Sadie, but one of them, when we got to Big Ben, you know, Matt was kind of joking around because like the vacation movie where they're right like, that was gonna kids, be my big ben. yeah that's <laughs> i say it all the time look kids big ben so of course he was saying look kids big ben and sadie was like it's more like medium ben i don't think it looks that big to me <laughs> <laughs> so anytime we see it since then we always call it medium ben medium-sized ben <laughs> that's right <laughs> But yeah, London and Paris, and um, I've been to Italy several times, and you know, to Rome. As I guess, I mean, obviously, Rome is a big city, but it's I've spent most of my time in like the ancient part of the city. Okay, and and I, it doesn't, it's not the same vibe as like a London or a New York. Okay, you know, it, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like you're stepping back in time almost. You know, so it's it's beautiful, though. Italy is definitely one of my favorite places. I've and never been. It's on the bucket list. Yeah, I've been lucky. I've been, well, I had um, in my previous job, one of our offices was in Siena. So I went several times and was able to, like, tack on a few days here and there. Yeah. Um, but we did do one big trip where we went to Rome and um not with the kids but this was just matt and i we went to rome we went to um florence which is probably my favorite okay that's in tuscany like yeah yeah you know, that's kind of what i think a lot of people think of outside of rome when they think of italy and then um we went on uh the amalfi coast for a few oh, days too, wow. to positano which is just like a dream. Nice. So, nice. Anyway, I love it. I could go back to Italy a million times and never get tired of it. And there's plenty of places there that I've never been. Yeah. So big. it's, it's, um, you, there's a lot of opportunity to do different things, even going yeah. back to the same country. So fun. What about like top trips for you? Oh, I think, um, it, well, top trip for me is probably definitely Hawaii. Ooh. Um, I just love, again, going back to the water and I just, I have just such a huge appreciation for, even though they're a part of the United States, culturally, it feels different. Right. And they have just have such an appreciation more so I think than the, the lower 48 does about like just our land and our environment mm -hmm. and just the way they treat it and how important it is to preserve things. Just, they just see it differently and it's just, it just... I feel it's almost spiritual out there. It mm -hmm. just feels that way. Just, I, I just loved every minute of it. And we had obviously done a cruise, um, but we had gone to the different islands. So we, we started in Oahu and then we, but we went to Maui and we went to Kauai um, and the big Island. And so it was neat to see kind of all the different, like, you know, where Oahu's obviously where Honolulu is and it's a lot more 
commercialized, or at least it has right. more of that kind of city feel to it. And then you go to Kauai and it's like untouched, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just cool to kind of see those. But that definitely stands out. Um, Germany probably because that's where we, when we went to Europe, um, and we've been a couple times. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's breathtaking. You yeah. know, the mountains, especially when at the time we were living in Florida. So in Florida is lovely for the beaches, but it's flat. Right. You know, and then you go and see the Alps. It's like and, complete yeah. shift. And, um, <laughs> and it was funny cause the boys had never seen snow before. Oh. And so when we took them, they were four and eight and um, they had never seen snow. And the first time they saw snow was in the German Alps, which is pretty. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> so yeah, that, that but they, those were definitely my faves. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause I've never been to Hawaii mm-hmm. and I've been to Germany, but it was very brief. I was on a business trip to Belgium. Okay. And my very good friend and I decided to tack on a week and we went to a different city in Belgium because my office was um it's not in Brussels but it's close to Brussels okay and so we went to Bruges which I don't know oh, if yeah. you've seen yeah um, I have the movie in Bruges it's I have not so good you've got to watch it okay it's fantastic <laughs> but anyway it's a beautiful city so we went there and then we went to oh and th- I think the order was we went to Bruges then we went to Hamburg in Germany. Okay. But the purpose of our trip was to go to the Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> it was happening at the time. <laughs> so we it was very whirlwind. Then we went to Amsterdam after that. Oh, cool. And um, we had just like a day there. So we did, you know, we went to the Anne Frank House and the Van Gogh Museum. And um, just the the city is so interesting and we went on like a little canal cruise to see all the architecture and anyway it was a really really fun trip but that's been my only like blip into Germany yeah and I know there's so many fantastic and beautiful places to go there so much history yeah yeah and And, and it's different even though Germany's not that large in terms of surface area um, you know, we felt like Berlin had a much different vibe than mm-hmm. say Bavaria, yeah. you know, than that area, but that Bavaria is the area. Garmisch is still my favorite. Um, it's, it's not far from Munich mm-hmm. if you're looking at a map. Um, <laughs> it, but it's still my favorite cause it's the Alps. It's the picturesque Bavarian styles that you're most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of, uh, Germany and stuff. Um, and it's just picturesque. It's just so it's so beautiful down there. I love it. Yeah, I definitely want to go back and spend more time yeah. in Germany. I remember my sister talking about a trip that she took to Berlin and just how totally unexpected it was to her because I guess the, I remember the way she described it to me was there's so much of the past that's just like directly juxtaposed to very modern yes buildings and structures and it just has a very unique feel to it that you don't get in a lot of places because of the history of the city right so anyway it's on the list yeah let's do it (laughs) (laughs) and how about on the opposite end of the spectrum oh my gosh um you know it's funny because we were talking about 
you know, has there ever been either a place or something that you've done on vacation that you said, why did we do that? <laughs> um, and the one that stuck out for me that I think if I asked my family, said, you know, what's the one place that we've been or one thing that we've done when we're on vacation that you would say never again, they would not hesitate to say uh, that we made a very, very bad decision in Aruba. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Um, we were on a cruise and normally I vet everything cause that's how I am, uh, in terms of like what kind of tours or excursions we're going to take. And I didn't plan anything for Aruba. Um, it was our first time there. And at the last minute, the cruise line said, Hey, you know, we've, we've got this quick cruise kind of bus to the beach scenario. Perfect. Let's just do that. So we went to the beach. The beach was lovely. Mm -hmm. uh, I would go back to Aruba in a heartbeat. Um, there was a restaurant there. It was nice. And so we parked ourselves. And then we were um, uh, tricked into... Um, <laughs> No, not tricked. It was we made we made a very poor decision. Uh, I know you've seen them. It's not parasailing. It's when they drag like some inflatable behind a boat. Yes. Okay. So this particular inflatable, it wasn't an inner tube. It wasn't one of those ones you lay on. Okay. okay. It was the ones. It almost looked like a little sofa. Like to me, I was like, oh, isn't that cute? Uh, we'll just sit and it'll be relaxing and and they'll pull us behind the boat. It'll be I'm scared, you know, right? And I forget how old the boys were at the time, but I remember looking at uh, Chris, my husband, and saying, you and I are on the outside. Like, I don't want my child flying off the right. boat. Right. We were wearing life jackets, uh, but still. Um, so, yeah, you sit in it, life jacket on. Um, and, and the only thing you have that keeps you in this thing are these little straps that you hold on to. Okay. Because <laughs> obviously you can't, you don't want to be strapped in, right? Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, stupidly, I thought this was going to be a, a breezy, you know, coastal <laughs> boat ride. Adventure. <laughs> you know, I think the problem is, is when you look or you see something similar on YouTube or in TikTok and video and you see kids being dragged behind a boat and they're just kind of bouncing and you're like, oh, that looks fun. I don't think you really understand when you're going fast the impact of that hitting the water, it's like doing belly flops over and over. I mean, it was so painful. Oh my gosh. I pulled muscles in both my arms trying to hold my body weight oh down no. to the inflatable. And the whole time I'm thinking, please don't let me lose a kid. Please don't let me lose a kid. Um, because it was just like pounding and... And then, of course, the water is just coming at you. Like, I don't know how fast he was going. You can't even scream because it's I mean, no much. one's going to hear. He's on the boat. Um, I, if there were hand signals, I forget what they were. I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. Um, usually they say things like if, you know, hey, raise your hand. No. Um, and at one point, I remember I looked over and Chris looked like he had slumped over on his side. And I even <laughs> said to Jackson, I said, is your dad, did your dad pass out? And he said, I, I don't know. I don't know. He might have. <laughs> and Chris later said, he goes, I was really tempted just to roll right off <laughs> Because I couldn't take it anymore. And I said, I know what you mean, but we can leave our children on the inflatable. How long did it go on? It felt like an eternity. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure I blacked out for some of it. I don't. And I just can't. By the time we got to the end, I was in so much pain from my arms. i losing <laughs> all muscle control that I thought, I can't believe we just paid someone to do this to us. <laughs> For the pleasure. So uh, I will never, 
never, never do that again. In Aruba or anywhere else. That's right. <laughs> I'll stay on the beach, folks. Oh, man. Well, my uh, one of my experiences that was <laughs> funny but terrifying at the time, uh, we were in Cancun, which I've only been to Cancun one time. Uh, Matt and I went and um, we went and did, you know, like the Mayan ruins. We went uh, to Chichen Itza's yeah. and Tulum and it was amazing. Like th- th- those parts of the trip were fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um, but then one day <laughs> we were going to, have you been to Cancun? Have I have you? not been to Cancun. Oh, I'm I, mean, I know. Okay. I've been to a lot of places in Mexico. Well, they Cancun. have this place. It's called Shellha. And okay. it's supposed to be kind of like a, it's like you can go snorkeling and I think oh, you can right. swim with dolphins and that kind of stuff. So yeah. we were going to go snorkeling, which earlier in the trip, I think it was, we were going to get um, certified to do a scuba dive. Okay. And so you, we, they offered that at the resort where we, were, where we were staying to do the class. Anyway, we did that and Matt got certified. I did not because <laughs> I... Sitting on the bottom of the pool for like five seconds with that scuba gear, I was just like, this is not for me. I I don't feel like I can breathe, even though I know the apparatus is here. I'm not doing it. So we did go on the scuba dive. He dived. I stayed on the boat. We both had an amazing time. (laughs) But in Shellha, we were going to snorkel, which is a little bit, it's not the same thing, right? Right. You stay close to the surface. You float. I thought, this will be great. You know, I can do this. So (laughs) we go and get in the water. You know, I didn't really think about the sea creatures okay. that were going to be in the water, which is the whole point, Yeah, you know, yeah, is yeah. that you go and you see all these, the stingrays and the, and fish. the beautiful fish. And I was freaking out. <laughs> like, I can't believe Matt didn't just swim away from me and never come back. Because <laughs> I really was a fool. I mean, I was just terrified. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I thought I was going to get bit by something, stung by something. Like, you're in the water and you're just surrounded. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just, like, one of those things where I was, like, trying to almost, like, climb out of the water when there was really (laughs) nothing to climb on except for my husband. So I was, like, almost up on his shoulders while he's trying to swim. It was crazy. And, I mean, we eventually laughed about it but at the time I don't um I don't think we were very nice to each other (laughs) (laughs) and I take full responsibility (laughs) well you know it it, you you bring up a good point because we've snorkeled many times I do enjoy snorkeling I've I've never scubaed um but they did we were in the Bahamas I think and they gave us the opportunity to go snuba and I hadn't snoobed, so if you haven't snoobed, it's no, like a cross never between even heard this term. scuba and snorkeling. Snooba. Um, so what it is is that you don't wear a tank, so you don't have to be certified. Okay. But you do wear, you do do the, um, whatever they call it, regulator. Whatever. Right. Um, and then they just have a tube of air, you know, so it connects to the boat. Oh, okay. So you don't have like that free and you don't go real deep anyways. Right. I think we were in maybe 15 feet of water. Um, at the time. Um, and I thought, okay, this will be fun. And, um, and so, you know, they gave us the instructions and then you get it and you have a guide. So you're not by yourself. There was right. like a little boat and then like a guide for every four people. So I had one for my family and, uh, Jackson got in first. He's the oldest. And then I got in and, you know, they told us they're like, put the regulator in your mouth 
and then, you know, put your head under and kind of get used to that. Mm -hmm. And as I did that, that's when I realized, like, I've seen people scuba dive and you think, oh, okay, yeah, you're breathing. Everything's good. Right. And then you put one of these things in and you realize it's not like you're breathing normally. You're having to suck oxygen and it's like in, in pretty forcefully. Yeah. And, um, and you have to make sure that you're only doing that with your mouth. Right. Right. And that's what freaked me out about the scuba because I was like, I'm gonna, totally going to breathe up through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and I, I literally started having a panic attack mm-hmm. right there. I looked at Jackson and I said, I don't think I can do this. And he looked at me like, what? You know, <laughs> and keep in mind that the two people behind me are the people that have anxiety pretty strong in my right. family. Right. So I'm thinking, oh no, what's going to happen when they get in the water, if I'm having this you right. know, come apart. And I was just like, I don't think I can do this. I don't, I kept trying, like put my head in and stuff. And I thought I'm going to, I'm going to pan, I'm panicking because I think I'm not going to get the oxygen I need. Right. And by the grace of God, the, the, uh, our, our little guide or whatever didn't say a word to me, of course, cause he's got a regulator in his mouth, mm-hmm. um, took me by the hand and pulled me under the water. Ooh. Well, first of all, let's, let's back this up and say, that if you didn't know, fat floats. So <laughs> it's a little insulting when they have to put a weight belt on you. And you're thinking, I should be sinking. It makes sense. Like in your head, you're thinking, oh, I should sink to the bottom. Right. No, you don't. Right. You float. My kids could just dive down. <laughs> right. I couldn't. I would be like just swimming on the top and I couldn't go anywhere. And finally, the guide was like, I need to put a belt on you. And you're like, OK, thanks. Uh, so anyways, I had the weight belt on and he just pulled me under the water. And um, and it, I thought this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I was thinking, God bless him. He never let my hand go. Yeah. Uh, I think we're dating now. Um, <laughs> but I, it was like almost immediate. As soon as I saw the fish on the coral, I was like, oh, fish and coral. I was like, I was You're like distracted. Dory. I really yeah. was. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. And then I realized I was like, okay, I am breathing. I am getting oxygen. It's different but I'm getting the oxygen that I needed. But if not for him, I would not have gone under yeah. the water and stuff. Now, would I snoob again? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one snoob is enough. Maybe, maybe that was good. We're good. I got a picture of myself under the water and we're done. That's right. <laughs> this was a work trip that okay. I went on. It actually was at the tail end of the Bruges, Hamburg, Amsterdam okay. trip. Full circle. So I'm in Amsterdam and I, I, the week started with a work meeting and then we had this, it was like a long weekend where we went to the three cities and saw the concert. And then I was supposed to go to South America for more work meetings. At the time, the job that I was doing was working with a lot of different countries. I was sort of in a global role. Nice. And this was an opportunity to go and work with some of our teams in Latin America that I was really looking forward to. I was going to spend like several days in Brazil and then several days in Panama and then come back to the United States. So I was with some of those colleagues at the beginning of the trip in Belgium that I was going to be seeing in their home countries later on. And they let me know that I needed to get um, a yellow fever vaccine to get into, I think it was Panama. And I didn't even know that. You know, you, you book these trips at work and you sort of expect that the travel 
company yeah. that you work with is going to tell you what all the requirements are. Right. They left that out. Oh, whoops. So I went, while I was in Brussels, I went to one of the hospitals there and got the vaccine that I needed. I have my little card, you know, like those old school little yellow books that yep, have all yep. the stamps in them. So I'm in Amsterdam and I'm flying first to Brazil, to Rio de Janeiro. So nice. I get on the plane. It's a long flight. I mean, it is, I don't even know how many hours it was, but it was a very long flight. So I get to Brazil and it's late at night and I'm, you know, expecting to go through customs and meet a driver that'll take me to a hotel where I'm going to be staying. And, you know, I've never been to Brazil before. You know, I think I felt comfortable about going, but I was told by the people, you know, that I was going, my colleagues there, that, you know, you do need to stay with the driver and, you know, make sure where you're going are places that are safe and all that stuff. So anyway, I get off the plane Walk and walk and walk and walk as you do in Mm -hmm. a lot of airports. And I finally get to, you know, the window to show my passport and whatever. So I get up there and they're looking through my paperwork and they're kind of, you know, not really talking to me, but kind of talking to each other. And they're like flipping through everything. And I'm like, okay, like what's going on? And and then they asked me for my visa. And I was like, excuse me? Huh? Yeah. Um, I didn't know I needed a visa for right. is like that a, different than this passport? <laughs> is that not in there? <laughs> anyway, long story. And you're like, wait a minute, I only have a MasterCard? That's what are you right. <laughs> Discover American Express. No, so long story short, I end up in airport jail in Brazil. Oh my god. <laughs> It's midnight, at least. It may have been more like one o'clock in the morning. I was a little scared. So it was like a work visa? Is that what they're looking for? Well, yes. I think it's like a short-term thing. I mean, I was only, I was staying there less than a week. I, right. I didn't realize. But I mean, for certain countries, you have to have a visa right. to get like in. the U.S., and yeah. I did not realize that as a U.S. citizen that I needed that going to Brazil because a lot of times it depends on what country you're coming from. That is true. Because different countries have different agreements with each other. And I remember, I think it was a couple of years after that, that the Olympics was in Rio. Right. And they they, um, paused that requirement at the time. Of course. Because they wanted everybody to come. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, because I was thinking like, oh my gosh, all those people are going to have to get visas because now I knew. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, I spent several hours in the airport jail in Rio. Thankfully, I was the only person in there. So there was nobody else in there. But it felt very locked up abroad. That's what it's called. Have you ever seen that (laughs) show? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Some of the stories of people. No one will travel now. (laughs) Right. These like unsuspecting people who are going for these great vacations and they get talked into like carrying somebody's bag onto the right. plane and yep. little do you know it's mm-hmm. got like kilos of I don't know what crack I don't know anything about yeah. drugs but you know stuff in I, it. I've gotten paused in customs before I have a pretty common name yeah and uh and and watch the customs agents look at me and go well she doesn't look like fill in the blank right she, where where do you live here yeah have you ever lived here no hmm yeah that that you know like I was like I don't know what she did yeah but I am not her so anyway it was wild so did you 
did you get to stay in Brazil or did no. you basically just get kicked out? I basically got kicked out. And what happened was I was supposed to go to Panama next. So yeah. I said, you know, well, can I just leave from here and go to Panama? And so they finally agreed to let me do that because what they wanted to do was send me back to Amsterdam. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because they're, you know, they're, you, you can't get in here. We're right. really supposed to just turn you around to, to where you came from. Okay. But I think because the, the airline, which I will not name, mm. didn't catch it because really at, when I was in Amsterdam, they should have checked to make sure that I had the paperwork to go to Brazil. They oh, never right. should have let me fly there in the first place. So once I explained to them, you know, I'm not from Amsterdam, originally and ultimately, I need to get back to Washington, D.C., where I live. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were like, okay, well, we'll let you go to Panama. Well, then I get to Panama. Oh, no. And the hits just keep on coming because my yellow fever vaccine that I did get, because I didn't go to Brazil not enough days had passed since I got it for it to be good. So like you get the vaccine, but you have to wait like 14 days for it to become effective before they'll let you in the country. So had I, I don't know if it's 14 days and maybe 10, but regardless, it was going to time out just perfectly because I was going to spend the week in Brazil. Yeah. But when I didn't get to stay, it was too early. So when I got to Panama, they wouldn't let me in. Oh my gosh. So finally I was just like, send me home. Please just put me on a flight to DC. I yeah. don't care what it is. I'll sit in the cargo, <laughs> whatever <laughs> I have to do. I just want to go home. Put me on a donkey. You'll <laughs> send me North. That's right. So it was really disappointing because uh, I loved all the people that I worked with down there. And I was so looking forward to going and spending the week and, it was a shame, but the fun part was I got home a week early and Matt was home with the girls and I came walking in and they were not expecting me for another six or seven days. And so the joy on their little faces and the <laughs> squeals and the mommies yeah. was, um, it definitely put me in a much better mood after all I had just been through. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I'm sure words were, ha- were had with the travel agent. <laughs> yeah, I was not too happy with them because I, I had to, you know, I had to like reach out to my company's security, obviously, when I yeah. was in the little jail thing. Because <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't let me leave. Like they took my passport. Right. Like, you know, I'm that had there. to been terrifying. It was scary at first. Yeah. I think if there had been other people in there, I would have been more afraid. Yeah. Um, but the, the lady from the airline, she kept coming back to check on me. Oh, that's and nice. And to just kind of tell me what was going on. Because it took them a long time to decide what they were going to do with me. Yeah. And I was thinking, <laughs> I don't want to go to a second location. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely my worst travel story. Yeah, no, that would be a no for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this week in the zeitgeist. Justice for Tupac. See you next week. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us and give us a good rating wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Hush My Mouth Pod. Bye. Bye. Hush my mouth. I won't be able to. Um, Hush. I can't do it. <laughs>